Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardtlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm your host, Todd Marquardt. We're live on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We'll be on Apple Podcasts and Talk Law Radio uh, early next week. Uh, Feel free to try interacting with me uh, during the show through Twitter at Talk Law Radio number one or Facebook Live. Our sponsor today is Marquardt Law Firm. Attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law, including last wills, living trusts, tax-protected inheritance plans, new businesses, and old businesses, which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, FLPs, and we can represent those who face problems from lack of planning, including guardianships, probate, and our attorneys, Daniel Palmer and Alex Vollmer, can advocate for you in courtroom trial. The State Bar of Texas is the state agency that governs attorney law licenses, and the State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law. But because legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and because laws are ever-changing, the material discussed in this program is meant for general informational purposes only, and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information here should be relied upon only when coordinated with professional individual advice. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day and for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing and failing to do your will. Please help Chef Charles Ragland and me give good information to the listeners about safe and healthy food preparation today. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now it's time to discover your legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio. Today, our show is about healthy food and safe preparation of food. Our guest, Chef Charles, will talk about his experience as a chef, and I'll talk about food safety law. There's four segments to our show. The first segment will be getting to know Chef Charles Ragland. Uh, The second and third segments will be about laws, regulations, and cases involving food and cooking. 
And our fourth segment will be about legacy. Chef Charles Ragland was, has been cooking up delicious dining experiences at home for businesses and at events across San Antonio and Austin, Texas since 2002. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. Chef, how are you? Great. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Will you share a little bit about your background with our listeners today? Where are you from? I'm from Michigan. Uh, I was born and raised. I grew up in a small town between Chicago and Detroit. Okay. And how did you get started uh, being a chef? I went to culinary school um, at Ivy Tech. Uh, It was close to Notre Dame, Indiana. had started getting involved with different events and fundraisers uh, while going to school and just progressed from there. When did you develop your love for food? I think uh, my love developed uh, in that sense when I was a kid growing up, uh, just the family gatherings around the table and the laughter, the camaraderie. And I felt that that was something that I wanted to give to other people. What's uh, one of your favorite foods that you had growing up? I enjoyed food. I think (laughs) just uh, anything that Grandma cooked when I was young. Really? So home-cooked food. That's good. When did you get to Texas? I've been in Texas now, me and my family, for about eight years. Okay. And what's your favorite part about uh, cooking in Texas? I enjoy being able to provide a service that someone can enjoy, uh, a healthy, nutritional meal that they're glad to tell someone else about. Yeah, that that's always nice when you have a... a a meal, and you tell everybody how great it was. Uh, besides um, cooking for a living, um, what do you do for fun? I think the, my favorite pastime is spending time with family, whether it be board games, walks, movies, uh, going fishing. Okay. And I bet you are good at cooking the fish, too. <laughs> definitely, definitely. What, do you have a favorite fish? Chilean sea bass. Oh, really? Can we find that out in the Gulf? No, not in the Gulf, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a little uh, boat ride for that. Where Where do you go? That's off Italy, the Chilean. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Wow. So you have to import it then. Yes, sir. Tell us about your business. So... Uh, I am the owner and chef of Matter of Taste, and I provide a personalized chef experience and corporate events uh, in the convenience of your home. Okay, so uh, if I wanted a chef-quality meal, you could do that, like at a fancy restaurant. Definitely. I bring that convenience of not having to go out to a restaurant uh, to your home. What if I just wanted one of those 
home-cooked meals like your grandma used to do. I can definitely do that. <laughs> okay. And uh, for corporate catering, do you have like a, a limit on the number of people that you could serve or are there guidelines on, on what would be best there? So the amount that I've catered to so far uh, hasn't exceeded 300 people. But uh, definitely uh, we work inside those guidelines as far as social distancing and provide the best quality meal that we can for you. Okay. Well, that's good. If we, if we can't go to a restaurant, then maybe we can cater an event. Um, we're about to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk to you about uh, the charity work that you do in the community. I uh, just want to remind our listeners this is uh, live on uh, Saturday, January the 30th. It's Talk Law Radio, and I'm your host, Todd Marquardt. We're here with Chef Charles Ragland with Matter of Taste, and that's his business, his personal chef business, talking about food, cooking, recipes, and food law today. Uh, feel free to give us a call here at the station. Uh, Mark, I don't have that number in front of me, but I'll get that number. I don't remember what it is, but if you call in, uh, the first caller I will give to, uh, I will give an echo dot. Chef Charles, what's that number? 210-308-8867. Okay, so call that number. If you're the first caller, you have a question about food, cooking, or a matter of taste, uh, we'll answer it live on the air, and uh, Mark will take down your, your address, and we'll mail you one of those Echo Dot things so that you can listen to me on the radio. I know that some people listen in their car, and uh, you can stream live on 930amtheanswer.com. Of course, you can find us on Apple iTunes also. Um, but if you're like my mom, she likes to listen by uh, tuning in through that smart speaker. Uh, there's the Echo Dot that has uh, Alexa with Amazon. And uh, Google has one that used to be called Google Home. Now Google's calling it the Nest. After our break... Uh, we'll talk to you about uh, what Chef Charles Ragland is doing in the community with uh, charities. And we might talk a little bit about what the Bible says about food. If you know what the Bible says about food, give us a call. Stay tuned. If you recently moved to Texas from out of state, your current will, trust, and power of attorney may need to be reviewed and updated. Wills and powers of attorney are state-specific, so it might be a good idea to meet with a Texas attorney. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trust, and powers of attorney. They'll develop a strategy to tax-efficiently protect and preserve your assets, reduce family conflict, and maximize government benefits. Call today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm your host, Todd Marquardt, and uh, I was just trying to get that number again, but I'll just have uh, Chef Charles read it out. <laughs> What's that number again? 210-308-8867. 
Okay, so uh, Chef Charles was just telling us that he could be your personal chef at home. He could cook a fancy dinner or a home-cooked meal, or he could cook for your business. He does uh, corporate catering as well, and he's up with all the COVID uh, best practices uh, for holding uh, small events. Um, He told us what he did for fun, and then I wanted to ask about what are you doing in the community? I'm working with a nonprofit organization uh, that is on the east side of San Antonio. It is called Dream Leadership Academy. And the children that are in the program, what I do is I go in and I record me preparing healthy nutritional meals. And they can, whether it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, when they're at home, they can upload the videos and replicate the meals that I produce. Okay, so you're on YouTube, or where do you, where are those videos found? So the videos are specific, specifically for the kids that are enrolled in the program. Oh, okay. I'm trying to launch a more broader program where more children uh, in the city that can be involved with it. Yeah, if you could teach my kids how to cook, then maybe they wouldn't rely on me so much. So that I think that would be a good service and also might ignite the passion for kids to get into the cooking industry. I think uh, kids today are so um, involved with instant gratification that uh, they're so quick to grab a Hot Pocket or McDonald's or just some fast food. And being able to prepare something that they're proud of doing and happy, it gets them more involved uh, and more keen to doing it. Yeah, one uh, my guest for next week, uh, Tiffany Juarez with Battling Minds, told me that her daughter likes to make... Uh, uh, hot chocolate bombs. You know, it's like a, a chocolate thing, and it's got chocolate in the middle, and you put I, it... I do a dessert like that, molten lava cake. Okay. Well, that that's uh, that would be good for those people to try if they hire you to be their personal chef, the molten lava cha- cake. Okay, so you, you've been doing videos for Dream Leadership Academy... Uh, a local charity here in San Antonio. Uh, that sounds good. And you enjoy it because uh, you want to give those kids something nutritious to eat, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, I think that's so important for them to start their day off with a healthy meal opposed to the fast food. Yeah, and so you do... Some some breakfast meals, some lunch meals, some dinner meals. Correct. Tell give us an example of some of the things that you've taught. So uh, a healthy uh, quick starter of, that they can do in the morning is a breakfast parfait, uh, where they'll have uh, yogurt, uh, granola, and fresh fruit. Yeah, and that's something that even adults might try. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so uh, speaking of food, um, since uh, we're a Christian show and at a Christian radio station, I always like to think about how law and gospel go together. 
And uh, the Bible talks a lot about food. Uh, so if you're listening and you know something about uh, why the Bible talks so much about food, uh, give us a call. What's the number, Chef? Area code 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. If you're the first caller, we will mail you an Echo Dot. And that's a smart speaker for those of you who don't know yet. Yeah, all you have to do is say, uh, turn to 930 AM, the answer, and the speaker knows what you're talking about. Okay, and if you have a question, you can type uh, into the live uh, Facebook feed that's going right now, or you can send me a message through Twitter. Uh, my handle is TalkLawRadio1. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook, and I will see those messages now, and then we can answer your questions. So uh, what I found in the Bible, of course, uh, if you read the Old Testament Mosaic Law, um, God had lots of rules uh, for the Israelites. And uh, in Leviticus 11, it says that uh, whatever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed and chews the cud among the animals you may eat. So those animals would be like cattle or deer uh, because they they have a a cloven foot, they have a, a split hoof, and they also chew the cud, which means they they don't really have um, the teeth that predators have in the front. They just uh, eat the grass and they chew from side to side. Uh, but there there are uh, some other animals that they weren't allowed to eat, like pigs. Uh, they had the the cloven-footed hoof, but it didn't chew the cud. That's what it says. Uh, Pigs that I know, they will eat just about anything. And, of course, all this was changed in the New Testament uh, after Jesus came to purify everything and, and make us clean. In Acts 10, uh, Peter had a vision from heaven. Uh, he was that hungry. He wanted something to eat, and he saw the heavens open, and something like a great sheet came down. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And a voice came saying, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice came to him a second time and said, What God has made clean, do not call common. So that's something about uh, what the Bible says. Um, There's a, a, a verse in uh, John 21 that says that they ate fish. Of course, Jesus was eating with people a lot. He had meals with his disciples, and he had meals with uh, sinners also. And uh, he was criticized for that. Um, But it's a good time to talk. Like you said, Chef, when you were having family meals, that was a time to get to know each other definitely family gatherings family gatherings and so you could do a personal chef service for a family gathering oh absolutely it's it's sort of like a 
a corporate catered event. <laughs> yeah, a, a private corporate catered yeah, event. Yeah, <laughs> just with uh, more people in the family. Um, tell us about some of your favorite recipes. What are, what is uh, what is your cooking philosophy? What are you known for? Oh, one of my favorite dishes would have to be uh, a steak au pois, which is a prime cut uh, filet mignon with a mustard cream sauce. That sounds good. What do you pair with it? Uh, I do a mushroom risotto and a broccolini. Okay. That sounds really good. And do you have a favorite cookbook? Or it's, do you make everything from your memory? Uh, a lot of my uh, recipes are things that working with different talented chefs uh, through the years, uh, I've grabbed bits and pieces from seeing different techniques that they've used and incorporated it into my brand and do what is called an infused dish. Okay. Say something more about the infusion. What does that mean? So it'll take different cultures and blending blending them together. Okay. One thing I saw on your website is it says that you can speak English, Spanish, and Korean. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was in the military uh, right after high school, and uh, I served in Korea for 18 months. Okay. Uh, Did you bring back some of their their food dishes? Food dishes, uh, language was something that I picked up quick because I did a lot of shopping and I wanted to learn whether or not I was getting the correct change back. So <laughs> so I uh, finally learned the language and was like, wait a minute, that isn't right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way to save money. Make sure you're getting the correct change back. Okay, so you do infused fo- foods. That's really interesting. Okay. And you said you were going to be working on a cookbook. Yes, definitely. I uh, spoke with the uh, publisher uh, this past week about preparing a coffee coffee book. Uh huh. Coffee table book. Coffee table book. Yes, sir. Yeah, those are those are really neat. Uh, again, you can call in to the show uh, to ask Chef Charles a question about cooking. Um, what's the number, Chef? Area code 210-308-8867. Okay, give us a call. We'll answer some questions. Again, uh, this is Talk Law Radio. I'm your host, Todd Marquardt. Chef Charles Ragland and I are talking about food. He's with a personal chef company called Matter of Taste, and uh, you can call in to ask your questions about cooking, recipes, and food law today. And the first caller, we will uh, send an Echo Dot smart speaker. And uh, after we take a break, we'll start talking about um, food intolerance, uh, food allergies, foodborne illnesses, all the bad stuff about food, and how to uh, avoid getting in trouble, uh, and we want to stay healthy, and we'll talk about what not to do and 
all of that. So with food comes those family memories. And uh, when we get into the legacy segment, we'll start talking about um, family heritage and, and the legacy that we may have inherited from those who've gone before us and maybe the legacy that we want to leave uh, through uh, inheritance or just maybe the ideas and values that we've learned uh, from somebody who's gone before us. Okay, so uh, in just a few minutes we'll be talking about foodborne illness. God forbid uh, the food bug, we don't want that. Uh, Chef Charles will give us some tips about how to um, check the temperatures and how to make sure everything's clean. And we'll talk a little bit about food allergies and how to make sure that the right people don't get the wrong food. Um, So give us a call and we'll answer your questions about those things as well. One more thing before we go to the break uh, that I noticed about the Bible and food is um, Jesus loved food so much, he talked about himself as food. He said that he was the bread of life. And so it's just interesting to me that we have to survive by eating food and also um, we can find eternal life through Jesus the bread of life. Stay tuned. We'll come back after this break. Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt is sponsored by the Marquardt Law Firm and does not attempt to solve your individual legal problems upon the basis of information contained herein. Instead, contact an attorney to discuss the specific facts and circumstances of your unique situation. The views and opinions of this program do not reflect the views of the Salem Media Group. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm your host, Todd Marquardt. Uh, during the break, we had a couple people call in. Our first caller is Phil. Phil, are you there? You're live on on the air. Yes, I am. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, I've Phil. had the opportunity to really uh, favor some of Chef Charles's creations, and his presentation and quality of his food has been great. Enjoyed it. But more so, he said to me before that the food is not only for the physical body, but also good for the soul. I'd like him to tell us what he really meant about that. Thank you. So I believe that uh, not only the consumption of the food, but also that it's um, preparing yourself for the day uh, ahead. And with a healthy uh, nutritional meal, uh, that helps you sustain that what you have going uh, forth the day. So this, this is a, a faithful thing that you do also. You, you do it because of, of your faith. Definitely. Tell us uh, about that. How is this uh, fulfilling one's soul? So I believe that uh, opposed to eating 
unhealthy uh, things uh, with a lot of uh, sugars in them, they are creating uh, situations, health health situations. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can have fun cooking healthy, nutritional foods that will prepare us for our task, uh, our day ahead. Great. Yeah, that's important. We do have a, another caller, Cindy. Cindy, you're live on the air. Hello? Yes, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And I just have a question about salt. It seems like, we, well, we love to eat out, but it seems like everything in the restaurants is just so salty. And we don't know how, we don't want to do all of our cooking at home to avoid salt. And we don't know how to avoid, we don't know where to eat that would just not have so much salt because it's very detrimental, just like too much sugar. And we don't know what kind of food. I mean, you can't just eat a plain salad because even with the with the dressing, that's got a lot of salt and sugar in it. So we don't know how to avoid all that salt, especially our favorite food like Chinese or something seems to be just so much Oh, yeah, soy sauce has lots of sodium. Lots of sodium. Yeah, so I don't know how we can avoid that at any – is there any restaurant that that doesn't have all their food packed with that salt, or is it just everywhere? Um, So uh, a big thing with that is they cure the foods with salt, uh, so the life expectancy is longer. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would just say uh, that preparing the meal yourself, um, you're going to save money. And then you know what you're putting into it. Uh, and a lot of frozen foods, a lot of frozen foods carry so much sodium uh, because they're trying to prolong the life expectancy of that product. Mm-hmm. So buy fresh foods. Yes, sir. Fresh foods. So we don't know which restaurant that is, but that's what you would look for, right? Definitely. Uh, you want to get your uh, fresh product and... Uh, like I said, I'd probably uh, go into preparing it yourself, and that way you know what's going into it. Well, right, but you're saying we can't ever eat out? <laughs> no, ma'am. Uh, and you can most definitely let the uh, your, your server or your host know that you want a low-sodium or that mm-hmm. you're on a low-sodium diet and that what can they recommend you on their menu. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, it seems like some restaurants just don't offer that. You know, the favorite places, they don't seem to offer that, Mm -hmm. evidently. But that's what you would ask for. Thank you, Cindy, for calling in. Uh, My staff will call you on Monday to get your address. We'll we'll mail you that Echo Dot. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so uh, she made a great transition for us to start talking about food safety. But first, I want to talk about the weather, Um, because I noticed when I was uh, walking outside this morning that it was a little cool. It's not as cold as it has been lately. Um, I was going to put on a jacket, and I didn't know which jacket to wear. Um, And so it reminded me of a conversation that I've had with my wife many times, um, because uh, during the Christmas holiday... I saw these jean jackets on sale. Well, some of them were on sale and some of them were not. The 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 one that fit my daughter was on sale. Uh, she said she didn't want to wear a jean jacket, and I thought, well, 
back in the 80s and 90s, the jean jacket was uh, what everybody was wearing. And I saw them in the stores now. And so I asked my wife, why can't I wear a jean jacket? They're in style now. And she says that I can't wear it for some reason. Uh, so if if you know what the deal is with jean jackets and why a guy like me shouldn't be wearing one, uh, please let me know because I haven't gotten an explanation about that. You can let me know either on Twitter at TalkLawRadio1 or on Facebook. Uh, you can find us live right now or you can just leave me a message. Okay, back to food law. Um, there are some court cases. Uh, restaurants have been sued for making people sick. But before you get too excited that you're going to get a windfall the next time you don't feel good after you eat, uh, you have to understand that um, lawsuits can only be filed if there's going to be uh, money damages. Um, uh, there are some circumstances where you file a lawsuit because you want to stop somebody from doing something or because you want them to start doing something. Um, but in these cases that I'm going to talk to you about now, um, these people got really, really sick. And uh, I was researching this subject for today's show, and so I looked up the Food and Drug Administration. And on their website... Um, they they were talking a little bit about uh, how the coronavirus is affecting food. This is what uh, their post on uh, March 17, 2020 said. Unlike foodborne gastrointestinal viruses like norovirus and hepatitis A that often make people ill through contaminated food, SARS-CoV-2, uh, COVID-19, is a virus that causes respiratory, not gastrointestinal illness. Uh, foodborne exposure to the COVID is not known to be a route of transmission. So I just thought that was interesting and thought you might be interested as well. So one of the legal theories for uh, suing a restaurant for getting sick after eating there is uh, the implied warranty of fitness for human consumption. And uh, one, how do we know whether it was uh, fit for human consumption? Well, there's a, a reasonable expectation test. Uh, what is reasonably expected by the consumer in the food product that was served? Was there a foresee foreseeability of harm? So the cook has a duty of ordinary care, uh, where a lot of uh, restaurants get in trouble is when they make an express warranty. When on the menu it says, this is wild salmon, when maybe it's farmed salmon. Or if it says there's no nuts, and, and there is nuts. Uh, so the, Cindy, the caller that called in just a moment ago, was asking about uh, how to find a restaurant that has uh, lower sodium and uh, Chef Charles said, well, uh, the best thing to lower your sodium is to eat fresh food at home. Well, I r read about this interesting statistic. Uh, Jones, Vugia, Selman, and Angelo with Food Networking Group presented statistics in 2002 at the International Conference on Emerging 
infectious diseases, they they presented that eating in restaurants increases the risk of contracting foodborne illness as compared to eating at home. Mm-hmm. So if you eat at home, you have a lower risk of foodborne illnesses. You have a lower risk of high-sodium foods. So that tied in with our show. Uh, the first case that I want to talk about uh, is from uh, California. It was uh, Sardi versus Salt Creek. Uh, Salt Creek had a small chain of restaurants. Uh, the plaintiff and her friend split an appetizer contain, consisting of raw tuna and raw vegetables. Uh, the plaintiff became nauseous and chilled the next day, suffered constant diarrhea, fever, and chills the day after that. This continued for 10 days, by which time she was unable to move her legs and had trouble focusing her eyes. Paramedics caught, were called. She went through intensive care. She was uh, diagnosed with a variant of Guillain-Barre and uh, Campylobacter bacteria. And so that's pretty bad. Have you heard of that, Chef? Yes, definitely. You want to avoid those things. And so um, what would you, if, if you heard that something like that happened, what do you think led to that? The... Raw fish and the salad uh, combination, I would probably stay away from it, but she probably had an underlying uh, issue. Okay. Well, one other thing that they said in the case was that there was probably some cross-contamination. Exactly. We'll talk more about that after our break. Stay tuned. moved to Texas from out of state, your current will, trust, and power of attorney may need to be reviewed and updated. Wills and powers of attorney are state-specific, so it might be a good idea to meet with a Texas attorney. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trust, and powers of attorney. They'll develop a strategy to tax-efficiently protect and preserve your assets, reduce family conflict, and maximize government benefits. Call today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm your host, Todd Markport. We're here with uh, Chef Charles Ragland. He has a, a personal chef business called Matter of Taste. If you go to his website, chefmatteroftaste.com, you can learn more about how to use his services if you need or want a personal chef or if you need a corporate catering for a small event that you're about to have, go to his website, chefmatteroftaste.com, and there's a a place where you can inquire on his website. Okay, before the break, we were talking about this court case uh, where somebody became very sick and uh, sued the restaurant. Um, What I didn't get to say yet is that she won $3.2 million in damages, but uh, what's money if you never completely recover from the illness? Uh, they said that uh, she had to use a walker for eight months, and even after that only retained about 40% of her normal endurance. 
Um, so the the chef mentioned that um, with raw fish could uh, be more susceptible to to foodborne illness. And uh, during the break, we were talking about well, even if tuna is cooked, what are some of the other uh, risks? So, uh, even if it's cooked, uh, the product where it came in from could have came in through a canned uh, product, and the can could have been damaged. Uh, with it being damaged, it could get air, water, different things uh, inside of that can, and that product then can cause botulism. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, a serious illness that can lead to death. So what uh, if, if you get your product and everything's fine with it, um, what, what are some things in the kitchen that um, might cause one to be ill? So first thing uh, I do is when you uh, come from the grocery store and you're unpackaging things, um, things that are, need to be frozen, immediately put in the freezer. Things that need to be refrigerated, immediately put in the refrigerator. Um, we get caught up uh, with life, and sometimes the phone rings, and we have a tendency to get on the phone and forget that we just went shopping, leave food out for too long, and that can cause uh, food to be in a danger zone and create somebody to be in sick. Okay, let's talk more about that after we uh, talk to Jose. Jose, you're live on the air. You have a question? Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. yeah um, when you're talking about the food illnesses, do you prefer like the, the wooden cook, uh, cutting boards or the, the plastic? Is there a difference between the two? So there is. Uh, wood cutting boards... Uh, and that's what I prefer, but you have to make sure that you sanitize them uh, good because food will get into the grain of the wood. Um, and then with uh, plastic cutting boards, after you've washed them, they have a tendency to uh, warp or you can even melt them. But uh, just making sure that you sanitize them uh, properly when you're done using them or going from product to product. What do you like to use for sanitation? So um, I use a squat sanitizer. Uh, what is that? Squat sanitizer is uh, a product that I get from Whole Foods or somewhere of that uh, nature. Uh, different uh, restaurant supply chains carry it. Okay, so it's not bleach? No. Um, so in the uh, if you're in a medical field or a hospital or something of that nature uh bleach isn't allowed in that uh in that type of area uh that can create issues in itself oh really uh sometimes people uh are cleaning and they'll mix bleach with a different cleaner and it'll create a chemical reaction that could have you passing out oh no so the, the cleaner that you like to use, it's safe? Yes. It's a squat sanitizer that is FDA approved and uh, uh, 
I get it from different supply uh, food supply chains. And you like the uh, the wood cutting board because it doesn't warp, and a plastic cutting board could warp or melt. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, just uh, making sure that you sanitize it uh, correctly between different uh, food products and when you're done with it. And not only cleaning the cutting board, but the area that you're working around because food will uh, fly in different areas. So you want to make sure that you have more than just that cutting board clean. Yeah, food safety is real. If you've ever been sick from uh, salmonella poisoning, you know that you don't want to feel that way. Okay, thank you, Jose, for the call. So hey, we, yeah, we've been talking about uh, food safety. Um, food allergies are also something to be aware of. Uh, in your time as a chef, have you uh, had to answer questions about food allergies? People tell you they can't have nuts, they can't have shellfish. Definitely. Uh, and one big one that is starting to see a lot of uh, – that people misconstrue with being a food allergy. It's not actually a food allergy, but it's celiac. And celiac is something when um, you can't have wheat, mm-hmm. rye, uh, rye, or barley. And those affect your small intestine uh-huh. and will damage the lining uh, of it. So whether you call it an allergy or not, it's something that they just need to avoid. Exactly. So there was a court case that I ran across, um, and it was at a restaurant where the diner knew that he he didn't want things cooked in peanut oil. And so he asked the, the, the wait person um, whether these uh, egg rolls were cooked in peanut oil. And the weight person said, absolutely not. But the weight person didn't know that they used peanut butter <laughs> Some, somehow with uh, the egg roll. Well, 90 minutes after his few bites, he was dead. Uh, he developed an allergic reaction. Um, he went to the hospital, uh, but uh, his throat swelled up and he stopped breathing. Um, there was a settlement out of court, uh, and the restaurant uh, promised to uh, change the menu to alert customers uh, about ingredients if they would ask. Peanut oil, yes. Um, I think uh, just if if you do have an allergy such as uh, a peanut allergy, to uh, make sure that you emphasize uh, not just that it's something that you're requesting, but letting them know that I have an allergy uh, Right, so they're fully aware of the the gravity of the circumstance. Definitely. Okay, so we've been talking to uh, Chef Charles Ragland. He's a a personal chef. His website is chefmatteroftaste.com. We've been talking about food safety and food law, recipes, and best practices for keeping the kitchen clean. Now I'd like to talk about legacy. Now somebody's legacy could be uh, something they inherited from a loved one, or it could be some lesson that they've learned. Uh, Chef Charles, uh, would you share something that maybe you inherited or something that you'd like to pass down? 
I come from a humble beginning, so we didn't have so much as heirlooms that we passed down, but it was things that was instilled in me, um, values. Mm -hmm. uh, and those are things that we can't lose. <laughs> so they're inside of you, and you carry them wherever you are. That's right. And uh, I think just instilling that, which was instilled in me uh, to to my legacy, to my children, is something that uh, is of great value to myself. What's a lesson that you hope that they remember? Oh, that not only do I have a love of people and a love for food, but what I put into it is... Uh, something that I want the people that I'm cooking for, the clients, the families, to feel that they know that this is something he really enjoys doing. Yeah, that's awesome to put your whole self into it, right? Yes, sir. Great. Uh, one thing that I remembered my wife inherited, uh, her grandma's recipe for country vanilla ice cream. It... it was something that we had at a lot of gatherings with her family, um, and she always used the old style of making the the ice cream with the crank. And uh, so we every time, you know, we use that old ice cream maker with the crank, we think about grandma. And then it reminded me of my mom's mom, my mamma. Uh, she was famous for her lasagna. And uh, in addition to her lasagna, she was always making pies and cakes and cookies. And so I remember her for that. Um, but she passed down uh, her cookware and her dishes. She was uh, proud of, you know, the, the tools that she used to make those meals with. And uh, so I remember her for that. Um, just like you can leave your values or, or leave um, your personal possessions or your money after you pass away, attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm uh, focus on last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans. And uh, this year, the, the federal estate tax exemption is $11,700,000. Um, but in year 2026, it goes back down to $5 million. And so um, now is the time to do some planning uh, if you don't want Uncle Sam to be an unintended beneficiary of your estate. So contact an estate planning attorney to uh, find out more about that. Thank you for being here with us today, Chef Charles. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we learned a lot about food law, food preparation, best practices, uh, recipes, and if you're interested in having somebody cook for you uh, every night of the week or one night of the week or for your business or corporation, go to chefmatteroftaste.com and there's a place for you to inquire about Chef Charles's services. Uh, next week, we're going to be, uh, it's a recorded show about um, mental health of first responders with Tiffany Juarez with Battling Minds. Stay tuned.